coming to you from deep inside the bowels of a great big empty. Get ready for another episode of The Home Defense Show with Skip Coriel. This is Phoenix Coriel. Welcome to The Home Defense Show. Okay, folks, welcome back to the Home Defense Show. This is your host, Skip Coriel. Folks, uh, I want you to check out our sponsor, Centershot Indoor Gun Range. Go to centershotgunrange.com, where it's always a perfect 70 degrees. And then, of course, United States Concealed Carry Association. Check out their legal insurance and their awesome training. Folks, we have got a, a great guest for you today. I've been very excited about this uh, for quite some time now. We have Terry Vaughn, who is going to talk to us about dangerous individual recognition training. Terry Vaughn, uh, welcome to the Home Defense Show. Thanks, mate. I appreciate you having me on. <laughs> you know, last time someone called me mate, uh, they made me take a paternity test. So I hope that's just, uh, that, that's a British thing, correct? <laughs> All right. So, hey, uh, I, that's just, it's who I am. It, it's what I do, Terry. Um, but uh, hey, you and I, you know, we have a lot in common. Uh, but everybody, are, you know, my, my listeners, they already know about me. Uh, tell us a little bit uh, about yourself, Terry. Uh, you know, who is Terry Vaughn? Well, I served in the British Royal Marine Commandos from 91 to 95, emigrated to the U.S. in 96, had my first encounter with some muggers in 97. <laughs> and, oh, well, welcome uh, to America. <laughs> so I've been teaching uh, personal safety or combatants and all that stuff for, well, uh, many years more years than i care to count at this point but i've always been fascinated with human behavior and how to read and interpret the signals that people give off which is in part where the dangerous individual recognition training began well so you you moved to america in 96 you got mugged in 97 i'm surprised it took us that long to get to you but you know it, it is what it is <laughs> uh what 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 city what, what was that in atlanta but i wasn't actually much they were they were eyeballing me and i managed to put them off so the mugging ah. was not successful but i yeah. was targeted it's just a, uh -huh. a very new because crime is fairly low in england overall not that it doesn't happen because it happens everywhere but it was just interesting to me that it occurred it was on a train heading downtown atlanta and these couple of muppets ping me and and i was a bit surprised i don't carry myself like like an easy target but you know as is it's so often the case with with bad guys or those with nefarious intent mm -hmm. they saw something whether it was the fact that i was alone and they had the numbers or whatever it was that they decided well maybe this is a possibility and so i managed to dissuade them of that thought process relatively quickly but it did show me sort of a, a quick introduction <laughs> difference in, in societal standards from one to the other yeah yeah well okay now i'm i'm fascinated uh with uh, this uh dirt training uh, you're coming to uh door michigan that's just south of grand rapids and uh, most of my listeners know where that's at um what what is the the date of of that training terry february 4 february 4 um and i believe if you go to centershotgunrange.com right there on their homepage, you can click on the link and it'll tell you more uh, about uh, Terry Vaughn and, and the class and all of that. Uh, I've looked it over. Man, I just highly recommend this stuff. 
I am also fascinated by by human behavior. People can can be just crazy. People can be uh, amazing. They can be wonderful. They can be evil. They can be terrible. And uh, you know, I, I do primarily gun training, but I one of the things that that I teach routinely in my classes is if you can avoid confrontation, you need to do that. And so I see your 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 dirt training as something. Uh, that would help you avoid uh, bad guys. So, Terry, just take a little time here and, and talk dirty to me, okay? Dirt. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, regardless of regardless of your skill set, I mean, you could be a ninja. You know, you have those skills. Carry yourself defense tools. Be ready. Absolutely. But you know, you and I both know at the end of the day, you you win any given fight on a 50 50 scale it it depends on who is more prepared who, who brought you know the the speed the resources the strength so if you can avoid the fight that's the one you guarantee winning so even if you happen to be a billy badass if you can see a threat potentially coming from far enough away to be able to avoid it and not put yourself in that situation then that's a that's a win every single day yeah yeah absolutely and um you know you're not always gonna be billy badass i mean let, let's be but ugly honest here uh, i'm i'm 65 mm -hmm. years old you know i, I was in the, the the u.s marines but that was a long time ago and uh, yep. let's let's face it i mean you uh you know I, i'm looking at your picture here you get a little bit of gray hair there uh around the edges <laughs> and you know things happen uh, to your body as you age. I mean, your hearing goes, the eyesight goes, you know, your mind goes. I mean, there's all kinds of things that go. And, and even even these really tough guys who are in their prime, hey, they can die. Anybody can kill and anybody can be killed. And, and that's the way it works. So if, I agree with you. If you can avoid that fight, by all means, do it. So uh, can you get into a little bit of the the guts uh you know take us deep inside the the bowels of, of what you teach here and what can people expect when they come to this class at february 4 uh in door michigan well the primary objective here is to get you to interpret nonverbal signals in an efficient manner so i achieve that essentially covering three things mindset strategy and body language but we start with the mindset because i i think that Learning body language is, is a curiosity for most people, at least I found it to be. But that's the high speed, low drag. Everybody wants to decode everybody else. But the reality is, if you don't understand or aren't as knowledgeable as you could be in how you process sensory information, what types of bias may inhibit your ability to scan efficiently, then it doesn't matter what body language you, you are taught, you're not primed. You're not ready to head out into the world and modulate your attention based on the circumstances and the environment. So I spend a good portion of this fine tuning your cognitive abilities so that you can be primed to see the signal. And of course, the strategy and different strategies that you can implement to improve your visual acuity and how you scan and then into the body language with learning the various signals that are often displayed when someone is up to no good. But at the end of the day, every single human being experiences some level of emotion. And based on the environment and the context, if you recognize specific signals in any given environment that don't fit, perhaps they're above or below baseline, more or less than the expected given the context or the circumstances, then you can put yourself in a position to be able to 
identify these deviations in behavior as the potentially threatening behavior they often are and do it quick enough to make a decision. Am I intervening or am I, you know, beating feet and getting out of here? And of course, beating feet is always going to be safer. But let's say it's you at the at the mall or something with your family. You can't necessarily beat feet. If your family is anything like mine, they could be spread out all over the place. You may have to go find in order to protect. So, you know, there are, there are circumstances where it is not going to be possible to avoid. And the sooner you can identify a threat, the sooner you can make a decision on what you think the best course of action is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the things that I do with my business is I, I do a lot of our church safety team training. And, uh, yep. you know, what, what I've noticed is that a, a lot of what you're talking about is very useful. Um, you know, it's like a greeter, you know, because that's what you're trying to do. I mean, there, there's uh, some people call it profiling, but, but that has, you know, a, a bad connotation. You know, people think when they think of profiling, they think, uh, they think of racial profiling and that's not what you're, you're talking about. You're, you know, you're basically, you're talking about how people act and some of the nonverbal cues that they give off, uh, and things of, of that nature. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I mean, one of the one of the best tools you can take away from this training is going to be your ability to to baseline each individual as an individual. You want to enter into any assessment or any uh, viewing or or decoding as blank slated as possible. You want to you want to look at that individual as an individual and let their nonverbal signals dictate how you respond. And just to your point of church security, I can't think of a group more in need of being both friendly and welcoming as well as able to then decode the potential problem personalities in short order as most churches are revolving doors they have to be open in order to to welcome in the people that want to come maybe new parishioners you you have to have a welcoming energy you can't have it locked down like some sort of you know, military base yeah. but at the same time that shouldn't stop you from assessing and looking and reading and decoding as efficiently as possible. I, I ran into this at TSA airport. The guy with, as I'm checking my bags and talking to the security guy, he's like, where, where are you going today? And I'm like, well, you stressed me out so much. I can't bloody remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought to myself, what a wasted opportunity. There are so many different ways that we can interact with the individuals within our environment that will accomplish the exact same thing. There's a time and a place to be short, curt and aggressive, but for the most part, we can get the same information, probably more so actually, with honey rather than what's the thing you have the Yeah. <laughs> the poison. You just you can get more of a better baseline on someone if you're being nice or able to you know present yourself in a way that's open and, and warm, you'll get a better reading off that person faster than you will by you know, trying to play some sort of a hard ass. And so for, yeah, for ch yeah. church security, it kind of went up and didn't they? What, that's a group of individuals that need to be open and welcoming, but still be able to assess on the spot. Yeah, you know, and uh, one thing that comes to mind for me is, uh, you know, when I was in the military, you know, when you come out of the military, you know, it's like I spent like six years in the Marines. And then when I came out, I had uh, this stoic personality where it's like when I relaxed my face, 
I was always, people would tell me, you know, what are you mad about? You know, and, and it's like, it just took me years, you know, quite to be honest with you, I'm not sure uh, I've conquered that yet, but the, the way your face looks when you're talking to other people that yep. they pick up on those cues too, don't they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mirror neurons are responsible for great deal of the communication that occurred but you're right it takes there is an adjustment period after getting out of the military because for the longest time my my wife would say you know you've got a, you've got a face like a bulldog chewing a wasp you look permanently <laughs> you look permanently like you're about to kill someone and I'm like this is my happy face this, mm -hmm. this is as good as it gets but we went to a concert and a fight broke out a few rows in front of us and the girl who's related or the girlfriend or something to the guy who was having the fight came jumping over the seats up up the concert kind of stair thing to me to say hey come help my boyfriend's getting his ass kicked basically and i'm looking at her like lady i'm just enjoying the show i'm not i'm not here to break up fights you in fact you passed three people in orange vests with security written on them why are you coming to me she's looked me up and down and apparently my face and stance screamed i must be security because yeah. i then got uh elbow dig in the side for my wife's like i've been telling you you your face <laughs> wives are good for that kind of thing aren't they <laughs> oh they are they, they will they will honestly yeah. so i mean it did take a long time to to lose that but mirror neurons are one of the ways that we can effectively communicate and and pick up on the emotions of others and if you're presenting a sort of a warm and fuzzy version of yourself as warm and fuzzy as that can be and the individual isn't giving you that back you're getting information in that moment where, where it should be a reciprocal reciprocal exchange yeah 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 absolutely i mean if if you're standing there you got your arms crossed and you're looking very stern the other person isn't going to feel free to like be themselves and give you what true, honest, good clues about who they are and what they're up to. Correct. Yeah, and the face is the canvas on which we paint our emotions. So if you're able to decode what's going on on somebody's face or in any other aspect of their nonverbals from their, their stance and posture, you have an advantage. And not just from a personal safety standpoint, although, of course, I'm extremely biased to that, that outcome, but also in, in everyday communication or even as a leader within your community you have to be confident enough in yourself to lead that exchange and to lead it from a point of hopefully building bridges rather than enemies so it it, it helps in a number of different areas of our uh, our everyday communication but especially looking at someone and encoding them at face value rather than having to rely on some sort of profile that may not fit yeah yeah, uh, this is Skip Quirrell on Home Defense Show. We're speaking with Terry Vaughn about dangerous individual recognition training. You can go to centershotgunrange.com uh, to check that out. Um, go ahead and register for this class. It's an awesome class. But Terry, I've got a uh, just a question. Um, you obviously, you're much better at this kind of thing than I am. I'm just a, a, a door kicker. But when, when I do uh, scenario training, like at a church, I'll come in there. And, you know, we'll do all the regular stuff like active shooter training. Everybody loves, uh, you know, to do that. But one of the things that I've noticed about a lot of the church safety teams that I work with is that they know what to do when a gun comes out, you know, because that's very binary. It's very obvious, right? Um, but 
when yep. someone comes up and let's say, you know, they'll just get in, get in their face and there's that emotional stress, you're being yelled at and screamed at. And that's what I'll do. We, we, we videotape this while it's happening and I'll come up to the greeter and I'll just start yelling and screaming at them being totally irrational. And it's like, it totally throws them off kilter. And all of a sudden this calm, rational person is stressed out. They, they really don't know what to do, or it reveals some flaw in their character. I, I've had guys where I've done that and they have an airsoft gun and, uh, they, they've, I, I push their buttons. I make them angry and I've had them pull out the, the, the gun and shoot me, you know, <laughs> and I haven't even laid hands on them. It, it's good to know uh, what your limitations are. And one thing that I've noticed, Terry, is, and, and I want to know if I'm, if I'm weird, if I'm abnormal or whatever, it's a very serious, honest question. I've noticed that when I'm doing this training, I get into the moment and I'm like into this role that I'm playing. And I really am a psycho, okay? And but I've noticed <laughs> if, if they're calm and they, they talk to me, you know, that that does help out. But if they lay hands on me, it's like something inside me is it's like I want to snap and it sets me off. Is that normal when you're laying hands on someone uh who's already half gone uh to snap, or is is it just skip being a psycho? Well, <laughs> as the as this is your show, I'm going to go with a diplomatic answer. Oh, okay. All, let's start. That's phenomenal training to put people in that situation because you're right. When something is, is essentially black and white, there's either a weapon or there's no weapon. It's very easy to make your decisions on how you're going to respond. But under that type of pressure, a verbal assault in close proximity, we immediately experience a, a, a bump, a massive increase, of course, in stress. And the cortisol is in the system along with adrenaline. And so we start losing the capacity to think clearly, which is ironic because although in training a gun being presented to you is, is clear, it's black and white, okay, there's a threat, I'll shoot. The reality is the stress that individual is going to feel in a real-world situation pulling the gun is tantamount to the same stress they're experiencing when you're in their face yelling and screaming. Yeah. So a couple of things going on here. If somebody enters into this type of position where they're a, they're a security detail, they have to go into that knowing ahead of time as much as possible how they're going to manage their own emotions as much as they anticipate how they're going to manage the individual that's causing those emotions. But if there's no self-regulation, then we have a tendency to start losing, even as the you yourself getting feeling like you're going to snap, you, you start to unbalance the self-regulatory nature that is inherent in our everyday lives. We start transitioning to the base part of our brain, the primitive parts. And, and so the snap, the I'm going to get violent with you is the same version of yeah. the, uh, of individual that pulls a gun and just shoots the person yelling at them yeah. you cannot <laughs> so it's very interesting another reason why this stuff fascinates me is well how are you going to modify modulate and control your own emotions in the face of some sort of verbal assault and at the same time even as you are playing the role of, of the adversary or the antagonist you've got to understand that at some point if the other person responds differently than you expected or they get physical with you how are you going to modulate 
your own emotional response. And, and I think with former military, law enforcement, first responders, it's possible in many cases that the, the fuse is significantly shorter than it may be with <laughs> without that experience. Because I run into this shit myself where you literally feel I'm going, like it's, it's happening. Yeah. And you can't, you've got to understand and recognize that your brain has gone into that zone where the prefrontal cortex has begun to shut down. We're now going with our primitive brain and we are now in the freeze flight or fight response. And you have induced that in somebody else if they go to hands-on, but that is indicative of that individual may not handle the stress of an active shooter nearly as well as they think they might. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the whole fight or flight thing, uh, you know, I think a lot of us military guys, uh, the, the flight, mechanism is kind of like broken and we we tend to <laughs> we go right to, to fight and you know we, we need to not do that but you know terry this has been awesome uh talking to you we're about out of time but i'm telling you um people listening to this i'm sure they're going to be very very interested about you and about this training coming up um take a few seconds Oh, one other thing, I want you to talk about your book. I noticed that you have written a book that sounded very interesting to me. Talk about that. Not with my daughter, a dad's guide to screening dates and boyfriends. So I, I can neither confirm nor deny that I may have panicked as my daughters were coming of dating age. <laughs> and in a knee-jerk response, decided I'm going to write down some of the stuff that I know and share it with other dads. Yeah. But the interesting part about writing that book was, I started out with one intention, giving dads the ability to essentially to decode and uh, terrify potential dates and boyfriends and ended up in a completely different place where that information is still in there in how to decode. But it, it was a journey and somewhat cathartic exploration of how to manage the emotions as a father with your daughter dating and how do you want to position yourself? And it should be, hopefully, that dad wants to position himself as the expert, the go-to of supporting the daughter dating and using his years of experience in conjunction with decoding body language in order to support her choices. Because if you've raised your daughters right, they shouldn't be bringing home Muppets. Yeah. And yeah. what you're doing there is, is giving you an opportunity to say, hey, I think this guy's great. I really like him. Or, hey, this one's is, is going to cause you trouble. Here's why I think he's going to cause you trouble. I want you to trust my judgment and my my uh, you know observations because i'm only in it to keep you safe and you know out of harm's way so it was yeah. quite an interesting thing to write that book well i'm gonna have to uh, buy that book and and read it because i take a more of a neanderthal approach to it i mean the, the last time my my I'm daughter shocked well <laughs> you know she brought home this great guy i mean she was going to a christian college she met him there you know great guy uh, and she brought him home. And, you know, I guess my attitude was, you know, he seemed like a really nice guy, but, you know, fear is a part of every healthy relationship. So, you know, she brought him home and, uh, you know, I just showed him my gun collection, you know, and let, let's go down, let's shoot. I'll, I'll let him, you know, watch me shoot for a while. And, and, uh, you know, he, you know, it didn't scare him away. So that told me, you know, the guy's got some, you know, testicular fortitude. He stuck it out. He really loves my daughter. And, uh, you know, he told me he married her and now they have two kids. He's, he says, he says, dad, you scared the 
scared the hell out of me. <laughs> but, you know, I'll read the book. I'll try to fine tune the caveman instinct uh, that I have, Terry. Uh, how can t can people uh, get the book? Can they can is it on Amazon or your website or where should they go? Yeah, it's on Amazon. Awesome. Okay, and your your website where people can learn all about Terry Vaughn. TVEmpowers.com. TVEmpowers.com. TV for Terry Vaughn, not television. TVEmpowers.com. Uh, Terry, I am really looking forward to to meeting you in in person. I will bring my sophisticated uh, personality with me, uh, so, and, and you know I'm I'm coming to the uh, training. I'm going to be there as a student. I am there to learn because you are strong where I am weak, and uh, I'm really really looking forward to it, Terry. I appreciate that. Thanks, man. I look forward to meeting you as well. All right, TVEmpowers.com for Terry Vaughn. That is CenterShotGunRange.com. Go there, register for this class. It's a four-hour uh, class. You're going to learn a lot. Things that you can't learn, uh, you know, just on, on YouTube or in everyday life. All right, Terry, thank you very much for being on the Home Defense Show today. Yes, appreciate it, Mike. All right. Okay, uh, that's it for the uh, Home Defense Show. Check out our sponsor, CenterShotGunRange.com, where it's always a perfect 70 degrees. And United States Concealed Carry Association, USCCA.com. All right, this is Skip Coriel. Stay safe, stay strong. Thank you for joining us this week on The Home Defense Show. Now, get out there and protect the ones you love. We'll see you next week with more of the best in home defense. Bye-bye, boys! Have fun storming the castle!